0: We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single day. And today is no exception. We are continuing in our devotional series titled, In the Crucible with Christ. Our caption for today is, In the Name of Jesus. Let's go into this in just a moment. But first, let's pray. Then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this new morning. Thank you for giving us the privilege of the name, the name of Jesus, which is a, is a, strong, a strong tower. And those who come in to that safe place, we are good to go. I pray, God, that we will serve you until the end. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen again. In the name of Jesus, what do you think about when someone says, in the name of Jesus, let me, let me fix something on my screen here. Okay. That's better. What do you think about when someone says in the name of Jesus, I mean, like in a prayer or if someone is declaring and decreeing something quote over your life, what do you think about when you hear in the name of Jesus? Is there power in the name of Jesus? as far as you understand it? Well, we know for certain that there is power in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So we know that there is more than just power. That is really an understatement in the name of Jesus. But, Sometimes people say it as if it's, I don't know, the end of a statement. It's the end of of a prayer. It's, It's something that you attach to the tail end of something in order to give it validity. And that severely mistakes and misuses the principle of being in the name of Jesus. How about being in the name of Jesus means to be in in agreement with him? How about when we pray in the name of Jesus, we are saying, Lord, whatever it is that you would have for us to do, whatever aligns with your will, whatever is according to the principles of the character that is manifest, the character of God that is manifest in Jesus, that is what we want. This is the authority, this is the uh, the power that God has shown us on planet Earth because all principalities and powers have to bow to Jesus Christ. And so, in the name of Jesus is not simply something we we say, we repeat over and over again. In fact, as I'm saying it to you in this presentation, I'm thinking maybe I'm just saying it too much. I hope I'm not saying this frivolously because God, he, he, he pays attention when we come in that name. In fact, he said, Jesus said, hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. If you ask in my name, in one place, he says, I will give it to you. And in another place, it says that the Father will give it to you when you come in his name. And so, uh, of course, I Uh, uh, what do you call it, preempted myself in John chapter 14 and verse 14. We'll circle back to that. But in John chapter 14 and verse 14, it says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so we give God thanks for the power that is there. But the question really we need to be answering is not just what do you think about it, but um, is that power evident or resident in my life. In your life, dear brothers and sisters, is his name evident and present in your life? Let's go to John chapter 1 and see how much we can read here. And the Bible says, let not your heart be troubled, Jesus speaking. Uh, Ye believe in God, believe also in me. So we see that principle of belief, the kind of transformational faith that it takes for us to be saved. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many good rooms. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. And so, of course, the disciples sometimes confused or missing a point here or there. And now uh, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? This is okay. It's an honest question. We should not feel that even if we are weak in a moment of time, that we need to recoil from God or retreat and somehow hide and make it seem as if it's a, it's a crime to ask him the kinds of questions that we need answers to. And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, this is good, and the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. So now he's giving the pathway to righteousness. He is giving uh, the blueprint. What is the power of God in our lives today? Paul said it this way. Uh, he is not, he said he was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And so now we see this way, that way to connection with God is through Jesus Christ. Verse 7, if ye had known me. Ye should have known my father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. And now another disciple. Don't be ashamed, brothers and sisters, when you have a question that God has to answer because you don't understand. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the father, and it sufficeth us. And, of course, Philip should have understood, but he didn't. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. So how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but of the Father that dwelleth in me, and he doeth the work. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me or else believe me for the very work's sake." Coming down, to more verses. "'And whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son.'" This is the qualifier, right? We ask in his name, and of course he said, so the outcome, the outcome is not just that I have done something, but that the something glorifies the Father. You see, if Jesus and the Father are one, if they are in perfect agreement, and if asking anything in Jesus' name gets heaven activated into our lives, then that means that when we are asking in the name of Jesus, when we are invoking the name, that name that is above every name, that name. When we are invoking that name, that means that we are to be living by the principles of his name. We are to be in agreement with him. We are to be submissive to him. We are not asking things that are contrary to who he is, to his will. And of course, the verse we already read, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. One more verse. I made a mistake here. If ye love me. Then keep my commandments. So, the name of Jesus is not just something we say. This is something that we live, the principles of the character of Christ. He wants us to have Christ in us, the hope of glory. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message, shared through our lives, has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.